There is a cave very close to my house. Last week I found myself with some free time and decided to take the kiddo to see the inner space cavern. Uh, while we were there, it reminded me of all the stories about underground aliens and secret military bases. And I have to admit, it seems like it would be the perfect place for uh, such an operation. One of the most notable stories on this subject would have to be Phil Schneider. He was involved in the Philadelphia experiment and came face to face with several gray aliens. He went public with this story and then died under very mysterious circumstances. I'm also going to get into some of the weirdness around the Denver International Airport, also known as the Illuminati corporate office. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate that. I uh, found a chameleon flavor that I don't like. I didn't think it could happen. I thought I loved everything that chameleon does. They, uh, of course, specialize in the cold brew coffee that you find in uh, your local grocery stores, probably. And I have tried the mocha, which I was raving about last week, and of course the black is uh, is always a hit, but the the Mexican flavor is just, man, not doing it for me. <laughs> it's It's got a lot of cinnamon in it, which I normally like cinnamon. Maybe it's cinnamon and coffee combo that I don't like, but I think there's something more to it than just that. Uh, this particular flavor of chameleon I can't find it in the ingredients but I swear there's some type of sweetener that's uh some type of synthetic sweetener I hate those <laughs> yeah I can't do diet drinks or anything like that um because those those synthetic sweeteners I'd rather just have sugar you know um but I don't know there's something about this one if you like it uh, let me know. Maybe I've, I've prematurely judged it because I love everything else that Chameleon has, uh, has made or that I've tried so far. Maybe I got to make it down the line. I don't know if there's any more left that I haven't tried out, but I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll be sure to report back once I have been a while since we talked about aliens. So, uh, you know what time it is. <laughs> Week, the kid and I went to the inner space caverns. It was uh, it was it was really nice. She enjoyed it for about fifteen minutes, I think, <laughs> and then I carried her around for the uh, remaining forty-five minutes of the tour or so. And it probably would have been more like thirty minutes, but we were in a group of about fifteen people or so, and there was that one person that just kept asking questions you know that type of person that just always loves to hear themselves talk and and ask questions all the time and uh it was like she was trying to stump the uh the tour guide uh you know the cave had at one point prehistoric animals had drilled had dwelled there like thousands of years ago 
And uh, the lady just wouldn't stop asking, you know, questions about this, uh, rather pointless questions <laughs> that the guide was trying to be professional and nice by uh, telling her things like, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Or, you know, we'll have to ask when we get up there. But the lady was so condescending, you know, she said, would, uh, when the tour guide wouldn't know an answer, she would say, maybe you should look that up for next time. And <laughs> I don't know what it is about those kind of situations, but it's hard for me to remain silent. Um, it just, I want to say something so badly, <laughs> so many things, uh, but you can't, you know, you've got your kid with you. And it's not like the woman was being belligerent or uh, just really rude. She was just being sort of that annoying level of condescending that, you know, just gets under my skin. But when you're with your kid, you can't call them out. You have to be the example. Although it would be more fun if uh, I could show my daughter what not to do, you know, like... Here's an example of dad losing his shit on an idiot with too many questions. But don't do this. It's an example of what not to do. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think it works that way. Uh, one of the ways I was able to take my mind off this lady was to let my imagination kind of run wild about all of the aliens that we have under the ground and uh i've always looked up you know hoping to see an alien but recently i'm hearing more and more about aliens being underground and the most notable story i can think of on this subject is that of phil schneider he was uh, a u.s government geologist and engineer that worked for the U.S. government in the field of uh, nuclear medicine. He was involved with the Philadelphia experiment, as well as uh, working for the government in building underground military bases. And he was a quiet guy about his work because he had classified information that he agreed not to talk about. He had a level three security clearance for several deep underground military bases. So here he was, this contract geologist working with the military to drill holes in the ground. And he was already suspicious of the operation because he noticed Green Berets and Special Forces. Um, that probably should have been a red flag because uh, later on, while he was underground, he came face to face with a seven-foot-tall gray alien. And Schneider says the aliens were attacking them so he shot and killed two aliens and another alien shot some laser something or other at him it blew off some of his fingers uh he was saved then by a green beret uh and in all 60 people lost their lives that day so in 1995 he decides to go public with this information it was then that he started to suspect the government was trying to silence him. Um, one time his car lost a wheel while he was going down the road and it was discovered that one of the lug nuts was sawed off. And then in 1996, he was found dead in his apartment. 
And initially, the cause of death was ruled a stroke. But Schneider's ex-wife suspected foul play. Um, she then pushed for an autopsy, a more thorough autopsy. And from, from that, it was revealed that around his necks were marks from rubber tubing and that the cause of death was then changed to suicide. <laughs> and um, up to this point, I, I was kind of skeptical of his story. But the murder by suicide makes me think that there must be something to it. And uh, Schneider is not the first person to talk about underground bases. I mean, there's stories of these alien uh, military bases all over the country. One of the more popular ones is the Denver International Airport. And some believe that it is nothing more than the world's largest bunker <laughs> where uh, your top government officials go in the event of the apocalypse. And it's been dubbed one of the most evil places on earth. And it's not hard to see why. Um, I've never been, but it has a giant statue of a demonic horse outside the entrance. Uh, and then there are the horrific murals of men in gas masks all over, you know, the uh, the airport halls. And uh, then there's some Masonic symbols and a vast number of tunnels including a uh, tram that goes between concourses. And then there's <laughs> the uh, failed automated baggage system. And um, that all sounds normal enough, but there's definitely something weird about that automated baggage system. Yeah, mainly that it cost a ton of money and then never actually worked. Um, it failed spectacularly when it was first tested and it just never got better. Um, it was one of the reasons for the Denver International Airport's delayed opening. In my opinion, it's just a really weird way to cover up the building of all these tunnels. <laughs> um, most people who believe in the various theories regarding the airport seem to think that it's actually the headquarters for something far more important than just an airport. Uh, there was a construction worker who said that the project was delayed because at least five multi-story buildings were completed and then mysteriously buried underneath the airport. Um, he and others also testified to the existence of a complex network of underground tunnels there is one also very weird marker that is hard to ignore. It's a dedication marker and a capstone that's been placed over a time capsule. It's set to be open in 2094. And the symbols on the marker are associated with the Freemasons. Uh, you know, the A with the uh, broken compass and the G in the middle. Uh, the marker also mentions uh, a company called the New World Airport Commission. And that just kind of struck me, you know, New World Airport Commission. Kind of sounds like the New World Order, but maybe not. Maybe that's just, you know, a really odd coincidence. Only there is no company 
called the New World Airport Commission, <laughs> but it appears to be taking credit for building the entire airport. <laughs> um, conspiracy theories aside, though, it's hard to deny the weirdness of this airport. Um, the massive horse statue called Blue Mustang. It's already killed at least one man. <laughs> um, at a 32 foot tall, it's 900 pounds. And it's just this huge, imposing horse up on its, standing up on its hind quarters <laughs> and with these glowing red eyes. It actually killed the man that made it. Uh, he was, his name was uh, Luis Jimenez. He died in 2006 when a piece of the sculpture's head broke off and severed an, an artery in his leg. <laughs> um, then there's the, the murals that are, uh, that make up, you know, wide areas of wall space in the baggage claim. There's these death mass soldiers uh, that are stalking children with guns. Um, there's animals that are dead and kept under glass. <laughs> and then the entire world looks to have been destroyed in one of the paintings. And uh, to me, one of the dead giveaways that something is going on in uh, the airport is their marketing campaign. Uh, they have these weird posters like uh, New Concession or New Conspiracies. Uh, <laughs> it'll have pictures of these, uh, you know, demonic gar gargoyles that are found over baggage claim and along with the, the horse and uh, a UFO and an assortment of food items. <laughs> and then there's the graphics plastered over temporary walls where they're doing construction. And um, one hints at like, uh, quote, new Illuminati headquarters or remodeling of the lizard people's lair. <laughs> a spokesperson for the airport said that, you know, they're just embracing the conspiracy culture. Um, but to me, the marketing campaign is exactly what the Illuminati would do. Um, they want to hide it in plain sight. Um, you know, they want to make it weird and foolish. That way, anybody that believes it is, you know, just some weirdo with a podcast. Um, it's a classic hiding in plain sight or hiding secrets in the open. I mean, if you think about it, um, aliens and humans living underground has some benefits. Um, in fact, if we don't stop, you know, doing what we're doing to the planet, we all might have to live under the ground one day. <laughs> I think um, this also could explain a little bit of the missing 411 phenomenon. Uh, someone left a comment about that episode, and it kind of blew my mind. At the time, I didn't really know a lot about this subject. And, um, you know, their theory was that the reason people go missing in national parks is, uh, is the underground aliens, which makes sense why no one ever sees a spaceship or, uh, it's no one's ever found or they're found miles down the road. And like I said earlier, there's a, there's a ton of these underground facilities all over the U S and, 
It's been reported that some of them even connect. There's a network of tunnels that connect all of these underground bases. I wish I had time to do a deeper dive on this subject, um, but, uh, but that's all I have this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So what? So everybody yeah. understood exactly what you're talking about. Everybody's got it, and they realize it, but it doesn't have shit to do with football or basketball or Paris Hilton getting laid or anything of any importance. I'm not interested in, uh, in the bucking the world and trying to save the world. Shit. You know, Jesus tried that. See what that, they give him. So Just like uh, Phil Snyder. Uh, you remember him? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, I think I he, got, about him. he got strangled with piano wire or something. They tried to say. Something. Yeah, something. Whatever the story was. And, um, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I know that it's way, way far too late to save America, to save freedom, to save the human race, to save anything.